you don't realize is that I've been playing spin tires for like two hours before you got here. Right. You were like, hey, I'll be over at some point. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just look at spin tires. <laughs> oh, shit, where did my day go? Where, where did the day go? What's going on? Who am I? <laughs> what year is it? How many reses are there? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a lot of games. So much PC. Crazy. Crazy amount Owning of PC. Owning a PC is awesome. Yeah? <laughs> Owning a PC is great. <laughs> awesome. Are those things good? The little, uh, Fucking great. Yeah? Yeah? How much was that? What did I pay for it, or how much are they? Well, how much are they? How much am I going to pay for it? <laughs> uh, I think that generation, you can get the i3 one for like 450 and then the i5 one is 550 That's not too bad. Yeah. But, like, it's a little box that you just throw an HDMI cable in and it goes. And it just goes, yeah. Hmm. There you go. Little gaming thing. That's pretty rad. Uh, I paid 200 yeah. bucks for mine. Right? Yeah. What? I paid 200 bucks yeah, for mine. That's pretty good. <laughs> but if you, if you go on eBay, I bet you can find one Probably for, about, find 300 one for about 300 yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. But, yeah. Uh... We've been playing a lot of games, Hoss, or you have at least. You've been playing a whole bunch of games. Oh, yeah. Uh, so now it's time for the Video Struck Podcast, where we can talk about that. The Games Cast. The Games Cast. I'm going to let you lead off the show today. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, basically this week, um, we don't have a we don't have a uh, an old-ass game this week. We're just no, gonna, we're just going to talk games we've been playing. We're just going to talk about games we've been playing. Um, and I want to talk about Mario Maker. Uh, not it's too much. It's kind of an old ass game. Uh, it's kind of an old ass game. Well, it's about a year. But Mario 1 is like well, 30 yeah. years old. Sure, yeah. You have elements of Mario 1. But it's a new game. So, um, very interesting. Uh, it's weird because like this, it was always like this big uh, like thought process of like, oh, we're gonna, they're gonna redo Mario Paint someday? Like... That just uh, there's just like this idea of like Mario Paint becoming a thing again because it's like such a big popular like old school chip tune type game uh, and like they just were like yeah you know what just make make your own Mario levels how about that that, that okay it's like that sounds pretty fun I right, upload them and other people can play them that sounds fucking fantastic is what that sounds like now you're speaking uh, my language Iwata. Uh now you're speaking my fucking language um. Uh, I, I have yet to play much in the builder that much, uh, but uh, I, I'm, I've been like kind of... Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to build some levels for you guys to play at the live stream. That's what I'd like to do. Um, and so I've been actually studying like level design for like Mario, like specifically like building a good level, not like a shitty like fucking trolley, like, oh, you die. No, I want to build a good level that's like a solid... You know, Mario 3 type level, Super Mario World level. That's you know what the best dick thing to do is What's in that? that game? Yeah. It's not hiding keys in invisible blocks. Mm -hmm. It's hiding music notes in jump fields in invisible blocks. <laughs> right. So you have to make like this last second jump, but you have to dodge this invisible block that will just <laughs> yeah, shoot that, you into the fucking hole. Shoot you in the hole, yeah. Oh, that's fucking good. That's the one to do. That's, yeah. the, that's the trolliest thing in the world. Well, you know, it's funny because like this has been a thing since, you know, map hacks... Uh, you know, stuff like that. PC hacks for taking elements of Mario. People have been doing this stuff forever. You could you could play these little emulator, hardest Mario level, you know, type stuff 
all the time. Um, you know, uh, no no movement Mario stuff. That was a thing, like, well before this was. Uh, and now Nintendo's just like, yeah, we just made a game where you do that. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> no one really, like, asked for it that I know of. Uh, it just, like, you know, like, this wasn't, like, something anybody was, like, clamoring over. But It made too much sense, though. It did. It just made too much sense. It was just like, look, we, like, made this... Like, this is how we do it. Like, we made this system where we can build levels and stuff like that. So here, use it, you know. Well, the so, way that they gamify it is actually really cool. And as oh, yeah. you start to play with the builder, it's the one thing that I think you'll be really impressed with is, okay, so, like, if you want a regular Koopa Troopa, you mm. just hit the button. Right. And then if you want them to fly, you shake them and they sprout wings. Yeah. And then you put where you want them to spawn. So you want them to shoot out of this pipe. Yeah. They'll come out of the pipe and they'll be flying. Yeah. Uh, and you can actually set them as static flying uh, by double tapping them. And there's all sorts of stuff that you can do to take the same elements. It's like, yeah, there's really only 20 items in the entire game. Yeah. But there's... You know, some of them have four and five different ways that you can actually customize their effect. Right. Um, so, like, Goombas, you can make big Goombas. Make you can big have ones, big yeah. Goombas shoot out small Goombas. You can and, have the Karibo shoe with the And Goombas. you can even, <laughs> like, record custom dialogue for the Go- uh, Goombas. So instead of it just going, well, what? Whenever you kill them, you can have it be, like, uh, you know, <laughs> DMX yelling. Which is pretty good. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> uh, which is pretty oh, good. Can you upload your own sound bites? Yes. Oh, dude, I want to just get... A whole bunch of Macho Man, just shove it in there. <laughs> Dig it! Dig it! <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. No, it, it, it seems like a cool game. I played a little bit with the Maker. You know, I didn't build anything specific. I just built, like, a bunch of goofy The 10 nonsense. Mario Challenge and 100 Mario Challenge are yeah. really, really fun ways to, mm-hmm. like, get ideas. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. kind of the biggest thing with that game is that, like, I only ended up building a few levels... Um, but what I spent my most time with was just playing other people's levels to go, yes. oh, this person had a good idea, but I would use it like this. Yeah. That's the cool part about it. Uh, that's been the fun thing, playing the levels. Like, that were, you know, that's not the only fun thing. But that's what I did the majority of the last time I played. Uh, is I just played other people's red, uh, levels. Uh, one of the Game Grumps, Ross O'Donovan, uh, he has some of the top rated levels in the world right now. It's <laughs> like, because they're just sort of like, they're kind of good, kind of frustrating, and kind of stupid, like, all together. So it's just like, it's like, just, all right, yeah, that's what everybody, you know. So uh, he has one one level just called Boss Rush, and it's the most infuriating fucking thing in the world. It's not impossible. It's just fucking hard and infuriating and stupid. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's just like, it. you, you go through a, a, a concentric set of pipes, and each pipe you fight a boss. And the boss just gets more and more ridiculous and stupid. It's a baby Koopa riding on top of a giant, uh, you know, turtle shell. Uh, so you have to fight that. And the next one is like two baby Koopas stacked on top of each other. You know, all right, I gotta fight. Two baby Koopas stacked on top of the bullet bill that's launching spiked turtle shells at you with a chain chomp. It's just like, what the fuck? It's madness. It's just, just madness. Uh, but you never get like a better sense of accomplishment when you beat, when you hit that fucking axe. On certain levels that are just like kicking your ass. The thing that was really impressive, well, I wouldn't say impressive, I would say surprising to me, mm-hmm. is that it seems like I would say 90% of levels, if not more, are in Mario 1. Right. There's something about the purity of that game oh, yeah. that people seem to like more. Like, For I. Sure. 
would I would spend my lion's share of time building in three because I think three is the greatest game of all time. Right, and there's it not looks better. There's not a whole lot of threes. No, it, no, it it's, be, it's new or one. Yeah, it is where people seem to be spending the most of it. Most time. time, like sometimes you'll get a Super Mario. I see more Super Mario than I or Super Mario World than I see three. Three is like the least amount, which is weird because. It's solid. People are wrong. <laughs> yeah, people are it's the, it's the most solid. It's one of the most solid games of all time, if not the most. It's the best game. It's the best game out there. It's phenomenal. Uh, yeah, but um, granted, I guess maybe people just don't want to like stand too close to the sun. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, like, it's the greatest game. Making making a, they already made the greatest game. Making a level inside of uh, Mario Three is like yeah, it's intimidating. So it's know. like hanging out with Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to be cool like Christ. Um and. I think the the new I enjoy just because it has new mechanics in it. Uh, you can wall jumping, wall jumping, and, and then little twirls and stuff like that. Butt stomp, you know, butt smashing through bricks and stuff like that. You know, that's what it's called. You know, what it's called butt smashing. I hate right? butt stomps. <laughs> that's the era of of N sixty four. What if they did an N sixty four? Bro, what if they did a DLC N sixty four version of Mario Maker? It'd be all right. That'd be amazing. I, I would love no. that. Galaxy. Mmm. Galaxy would be amazing. That would be fantastic. Mario Galaxy Maker. I had somebody recently tell me that they liked Galaxy 2 more than Galaxy. Those yeah. people are fucking wrong. Oh, well, I thought Galaxy had a lot of good stuff added to it. Oh, Galaxy's great. Or Galaxy, Galaxy 2, 2 I mean. is fucking garbage. Is it garbage? By comparison? Oh, by comparison. Okay. Galaxy <laughs> 1 is the best 3D Mario. It is the best 3D Mario. By far. Like, like by like, far. Galaxy 2 is not even the <laughs> second best 3D Mario. It's only marginally better than Mario Sunshine. <laughs> and that game is dog shit. <laughs> oh, man. I love how much you hate Sunshine. I had somebody fucking defend that game around me recently. I wanted to just shove him down by the face. <laughs> just shove him to the ground and laugh at him. How dare you? You're wrong! Go home! You're wrong. You go home. Uh, I don't mind uh, Sunshine all that much. I understand why you hate it, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Mario Maker, uh, it's a very enjoyable game. Uh, I eagerly await, uh, I eagerly, I can't wait to make some levels, have you guys play them. Should be a fun time. That works. Should be a good time. I can't wait for it. That's it. Mario Maker. Have you been playing anything else? Uh, no. Played more Shovel Knight. Uh, went down. Went back down the Shovel Knight uh, road. Uh, that game is still fantastic. Uh, I want to play co-op. <laughs> that game looks ridiculously stupid on co-op. <laughs> um, yeah. I beat a game recently. Did you? I just remembered that I beat a game recently. Did you? I've been playing it like before bed mm-hmm. for like 30 minutes a night for sure. the last couple of months off and on. Yeah. Uh, during the day, I've been playing Persona Q, but at night on my 3DS, I... When, when the lights go off. When the lights go off. I've been playing Ocarina of Time. Ah, I've been playing Ocarina. The old, uh, I want to do an episode on that soon. Yeah, it's a good game. That game holds up. I enjoy that game thoroughly. Yeah. I think I might like it more now than I did then. Interesting. I still don't think it's the best Zelda, but it's close. Nah, it's probably not the best Zelda, but it's it's it, it was masterful for its time, I will say. Uh, definitely has things you can improve upon, things that can be critiqued, obviously, it's not a quote-unquote masterpiece, but it's a good game. It's a solid, solid run of a game, for sure. To be to be sure. So Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, well yeah. I would actually like to do an episode where we talk about Ocarina at a time, 
and then a forced agreement on the top ten Zelda games. Ooh, okay, a forced agreement. So, like, we have to, like... No, no, like... Alright, fine! That can be three, (laughs) but this is fucking four! But this is four, goddammit! I'm not putting that above it! Minish Cap, fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) I want to do that. Alright, can we go ahead and just agree that Skyward Sword's probably not on that list? (laughs) Skyward Sword does not rank. I don't care if there's only nine Zelda games, it's not in the top (laughs) ten. ten. That's for damn sure. Oh, Skyward Sword, you tried. (laughs) I'm gonna make a weird case for Link's Awakening. Oh yeah? No, no, I I think that's solid. I mean that's a solid argument. I'm gonna make like an impassioned plea for Link's Awakening. (laughs) Link's Awakening, bro. That's a good idea for a podcast. Enforce top tens. Like where we enforce each other. Well, and I I think the other good podcast idea we had recently was this or that. Yeah. And you do it like debate rules. Debate rules. Where yeah. you pick this, I sure. pick this. Yeah. And we just and we follow debate rules. We follow debate rules. And we present our evidence. I agree. I like this idea. Yes, we should do this. We present our evidence and yeah. And even and if- our first one is nineteen ninety eight versus two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. I'll give you ninety eight. Yeah. You've okay. got enough ammo to knock me over. That's a lot, but it's, but I'm gonna win. It's a solid. <laughs> it's a solid game. <laughs> you, got, you, <laughs> you got the reach. You got the weight. But I'm Mike fucking Tyson over here. <laughs> I'm gonna step on the inside and I'm gonna get all up in your guts. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. So yeah, what else? What have you been playing, Hoss? I played uh, some. I play. I played. I've been playing a little bit of games I've already played before that I've already talked about on here. I played Shantae and the Pirates Curse again. Still waiting on Half Genie Hero. I know it's coming out in November. It's going to be great. I'm super stoked that's actually coming yeah, out. Yeah, if that gets delayed. Uh, if it gets delayed, it's not getting delayed again. They said. Like, it's ready. Yeah, I, I say things all the time. Just don't. Just don't. Don't fucking ruin this for I me. S- I say things all the time. I need Mashante back. So Mashante. Been waiting for that for, what is it, six years. <laughs> 2010. Been waiting on that one. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah. You know the one for the Game Boy Color is... Downloadable on the 3DS. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So if you ever wanted to go back and play that one, original Sh- original Shantae, original or? Shantae, and then is the one that's worth like four hundred dollars. The one's like four hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, for it's a cartridge? Like, I think yeah. it's four dollars on. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, I'm gonna get that on 3DS. Awesome. I might go get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and those. Uh, believe it or not, those Game Boy Color. Yeah. Like versions on 3DS look great. They look great? Okay, like, cool. Pokemon Yellow looks great. I, I never did finish that game, so I need to go back and uh, just play they that. They also so. have Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons Legend of Zelda. Oh, really? Yeah. Those are I think those are six bucks a piece, but nice. I heard those games look good there. Yeah. I might pick up one of those. Those are solid games. I never played those. Yeah, those are solid games. I played both of those. Yeah. I, I, I was just them. like, man, I already paid, played the best Zelda game. <laughs> played Link's Awakening, baby. <laughs> Boom! I played Link's Awakening. I didn't even get the DX version with the extra dungeons. <laughs> I played that regular green ass one. <laughs> I played the green one. I played the green one. It had a color. It had green. It had green on it. That's it. It looked gray to me. I don't know. I don't do color. Kind of all weird scale. It's kind of all weird. <laughs> I like this rap version. I can, you. <laughs> I can see the definitions. I see definitions of it. It's all right. I got educated. Anyway. All right. So uh, I played a yes. game called The Beginner's Guide. Yes, The Beginner's Guide. I don't know anything about this. That sounds interesting. You will know who made it. Okay. It's made by the gentleman that made a game called The Stanley Parable. Uh, okay, those guys. I do know. Yes. I do know of this game. 
Uh, but yeah. I... The Beginner's Guide is an interesting collection. It is not a video game. It's a collection of projects that have been made by this gentleman, right. an associate of the man who made uh, the Stanley Parable. Sure. Uh, this guy used to make these little games at home, like he worked for him, right. and he would come to work and say, like, hey man, I came up with this with this game, this check idea. this thing out. Yeah. And it was just like proof of concept ideas. And the entire game is told through, like, it starts at the very first thing that this guy ever made, and it was a Counter-Strike map. Oh, really? And you just walk around, and it's and the entire game is narrated. Yeah. And, like, at parts, there will be puzzles and things like that. And, like, if the puzzle's going to be long and convoluted, he'll just say, well, and I, I just want to show you what comes next. I'll just solve the puzzle for you, and it will just <laughs> warp you to the end of that puzzle. Right, just warp you into the puzzle, and, yeah. and it's all narrated by the same gentleman that narrated the Stanley Parable. Yeah, that British and, dude. Yeah. And he's just basically telling you, and it's basically the story, and I, and I won't go too far into this because the story is everything in this game. Sure. The gameplay is minimalistic at best. Sure. Um, and, and people, another one of those things that people grab onto is, it's not a game! It's like, eh, f- I, whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fine. Okay, what do you win? You want a trophy? Like, Here, you want a trophy? I don't give a shit. Um, but I'm really into these kinds of narrative experiences. Sure. Um, and it's more than a walking simulator, uh, but it basically, the entire time that they were friends, this guy Coda kept giving him more and more projects. Sure. And he would give him notes. Yeah. And it comes down to the idea of what is a person trying to say by the games that they make? Right. Is, and can you, when you start to extract thought or extract thought processes out of the creative works that someone makes, is that more of a reflection of you? Uh-huh. Or is that a reflection, reflection of, the of them? Yeah, the creator. And if you're someone who has uh, is influencing the creator... Right. Are you trying to make them make your game? Right. And is that fair? And is that fair of it? Yeah. Interesting. And... No Man's Sky. <laughs> Let's go back to that. Uh, no. And it's... Like, I, I wouldn't say that this is like an emotional experience or anything like that, but like, I walked yeah. away from it feeling like I could empathize with Coda. Right. Uh, because I was someone who used to write. I wrote a lot. Sure. I wrote a book. Sure. And, you know, I published a book. You published a book, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's something that when you start thinking about editors and everybody giving you creative input and them all trying to influence you in certain ways and mm-hmm. you start to feel like you're not writing your book anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. You're writing somebody else's book. You're writing somebody else's book. They're giving and you notes there, you know, yeah. It's kind of like how, like, when you're in a band, yeah. it's the same thing, where it's like, oh, man, like, if you guys could do something like this, that'd be all... Like, make your own band. <laughs> yeah. I make my music for me. I don't make my music for anybody else. Right, yeah. And it's it's definitely... That, that story goes in crazy places. Right, yeah. Uh, there's some cool gameplay mechanics in there that I like, and yeah. there's also, like, some kind of heavy moments where it feels like Coda is kind of lashing out at him. Right. Yeah. Through his works of like, oh, fine, you want this? There it is. Fuck it. Right, yeah, You can, just, yeah. You can feel frustration in a lot of this work. And sure, like, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the beginner's guide. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds like, well, it, it, it sort of, it feels like it takes off a, a, a whole, a whole section of art history that I took 
that basically it, it was that it posited that question is like if you see this in the painting in, in this art is that a reflection of the artist or is that a reflection of what's in your mind yeah. and what you see of it is that more a reflection of you or the artist and that and that's where you you know it's like oh yeah that's, that's a good point you know, and that's like, where you get into things like the fallacy of realism yeah, yeah. like where like the the entire realist movement is the idea of you're a giant mirror walking down the street reflecting the world back at itself, but at a certain point, are you affecting the mirror? Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, yeah. creating a funhouse mirror yeah. that's going to show a it's warped, warped image back big, on itself? Yeah, warped and, view. And, you know, there is no true reflection there, of realism. It, it's, it, it all goes into real Zen Buddhist type stuff of just like, we are... We are the observer. We're not who we are. It's like it's real philosophical, crazy stuff. So. Well, and th- and that's the yeah. thing that, like, you know, I this is a video game podcast, so I can kind of tie this back quickly. Sure, to sort of <laughs> tie a little knot on this yeah. of you know it. Whenever you write a video game review, yeah, you're trying to be as objective as possible. Sure, but your enjoyment factors into that. Yeah. Well, I, I can look at a lot of games and say, hey, this game has a lot going for it. I can definitely see how someone could enjoy this game. Uh, but these flaws or the way that this paces, it just doesn't jive with what I would want out of this experience. It doesn't meet my expectations. It doesn't... It, the gameplay mechanics don't feel good to me. Right. There's that analogous thing. Like, there's this... Uh, well, I won't say analogous. I'll say... Uh, ephemeral topic of feel. Right, yes. Uh, right. In video games. And tone. Every, there's tone. There's a feel. Yeah, there's like in, especially implicit tone. Yes, exactly. And, you know, there's there's a lot of that stuff that, uh, you know, you kind of end up, you, you pull away from an experience and say, I'm trying to be as objective as humanly possible, but everyone who reads a review needs to be cognizant of the fact of, when it comes to technical aspects of a video game, I can be quite objective, but when it comes to satisfaction, when it comes to realization, when it comes to, you know, lasting value, yeah. that has to be subjective because I'm not a machine and you're not either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Period. Period, yeah. It's, it, you're going to get a different experience out of a game than I am. Period. If you're not, if you're in a bad mood one day or you're just not, if you just played a game that's similar... You know, and you're just, you're repeating these steps and everything. It's like, that guy who hadn't played that type of game before, like, fucking great. You're like, let's do it better. Yeah, you, you never know. It's I'll say this. Like, if like, Deus Ex was third person, I'd compare it to Hitman, even though I don't want to. Right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But since it's first person and it plays a lot different, I'm yeah. like, I can just let all that go. <laughs> I can throw this fridge in <laughs> Deus Ex. That feels pretty good. I can't do that in Hitman. <laughs> Fuck Hitman. <laughs> Fuck Hitman. I can throw this fridge. <laughs> Hitman gets two double middles right here. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> two thrown fridges right in its face. <laughs> Fuck it, man. No. But yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, I, I really enjoyed the beginner's guide. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Very cool. um, Very Persona cool. Q is on my list. Persona right? Q is on your list, yes. Um, Persona Q is a game that I've been playing quite a bit. Like I play during my lunch breaks. Uh, I play it uh, uh, when I'm kind of cooling down my muscles at the gym, things like that. Sure. Uh, I, I play it in little short stints. Uh, luckily, the 3ds, the new 3ds XL and the regular 3ds XL, yeah. uh, both have really long battery lives, so they can stay in standby for significant periods of time. Sure. Uh, so, like, I'll play it for five minutes, close it. Right. Play it for five minutes, close it. And uh, it's basically, it's very much like the Etrian Odyssey games. Have you ever seen anything about those? I haven't, no. They're first-person dungeon crawlers. Yeah. Randomly generated dungeons. Sure. Uh, They are very grindy. They're uh, 
death is everything. Like, when you're done, you're done. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you can lose tons of progress if you're not careful. Um, and it's basically a, a game that I fucking really like. So it's a combination of the Persona 3 cast and the Persona 4 cast. You pick which one that you want to take as your main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're at Yosagami High, the, uh, the location of Persona 4. Sure. And uh, all of a sudden, people start noticing things that are kind of weird. Right. And uh, so, like, Kanji and... Uh, uh, I think it's Kanji and Yosuke that are the first people to notice it. They notice there is a clock tower outside that hasn't been there before, and mm-hmm. then it starts chiming, and then they start realizing that... You're not in the actual town? You're... Yeah, we're kind of in, like, a space between existence. Oh, Okay. Weird. We got pulled somewhere. Got pulled somewhere else. And uh, so everybody around you is just completely oblivious to the whole thing, but they're not actually real. Right, yeah. Um, so you end up encountering uh, the woman from the uh, from the Velvet Room. Uh, she agrees to help you, but like you're not actually wandering around the city like Persona. Sure. Um, you basically, you're in Yosagami High. You can't leave Yosagami High. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just kind of go room to room. Uh, you know, there's like the nurse's room where she can get you stuff. Like you can uh, basically like all the stations that you would need out of uh, uh, Persona Four are in there, right? Um, gotcha. And it's all contained within Yosugami High. And then you go to the dungeon, and then from uh, you know the dungeons are kind of like in typical Etrian Odyssey, and also uh, Persona Three fashion. They're not very diverse. They kind of all sort of look pretty similar. Sure, um, but it's just really fun. You have. Uh, uh, the cool thing about Etrian Odyssey and Persona Q's fighting mechanics that I really like, it's still plays out like Persona does. Right. Except you have front guys and back guys. <laughs> yeah. So your front guys are going to be your slashers and your casters and back. Back casters behind. And yeah. it's really cool. So that's, yeah, that's a little, yeah. That gotcha. Persona Q it's is Final cool. Fantasy 2 in there. But <laughs> yeah, it's got a very chibi art style to it, which I like. I like yeah. super deformed. I think sure. it's adorable. Sure. Uh, you take a cast of characters that I already like. Yeah. It's still got voice acting in it. Not all the time. But there's yeah. For a 3DS game, there's a ton of voice acting in it. Right. Uh, it tells an interesting story. That's yeah. a side story for my favorite cast of characters. That right. I've never seen in a video game. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I like Persona Q. I think it's cool. Uh, man, Persona Five can't get here soon enough. Yeah, I know, right? I, I've also been Wait playing Persona Four Golden again. <laughs> You're just like ramping up for Persona Five. I need it so bad. P Five is just like on the tip of your tongue. I think I've decided that I don't give a fuck about Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> oh, and I have an idea for a movie episode soon. Oh yeah, what? Since I watched it, I guess, about a year ago now. Yeah? And I want to relive the pain again. Oh, God. Did you watch... You and me sit down and watch Advent Children. Advent Children? Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's have watch Have you seen it. that piece of dog shit? I have seen that movie. I... When, when I was a younger person... Did uh, you understand that movie? No, not at all. Like, I wanted to love that movie. Because, like, I love FF7. I thought it was a cool game. Uh, I love those characters. I think they're fun. Not Cloud. Cloud sucks, but whatever. The rest of them are fine. Uh, <laughs> the rest are fine. Uh, but <laughs> Cloud's lame. Uh, but anyway, and I was like, I was super stoked for that movie, and I was like, all right, let's do it. And the whole time, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, animation's good. It's fine. It looks incredible. Looks fantastic. I'm just, but what the fuck is going on? The whole time. And I'm like, where the fuck are the other characters? And they all show up on the fucking airship. It's like the la- Let's do an episode. <laughs> I would love to fucking do an episode of that. Coming soon. Coming soon. Our Final Fantasy Advent children. Advent children. 
Oh, man. That would be something. Oh. That fucking sucks. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do I have on my list? Uh, you also have, uh, well, we got uh, Deus Ex. Or no, we got uh, Spin Tires as well. Yeah, let's talk about Spin Tires spin real tires, quick, and then we'll I'll, talk about... Deus Ex and Titanfall yeah. 2. Yeah, we'll do that. So let's talk about Spin Tires. <laughs> spin Tires is weird. I came into you playing that. Like, in the, like before we recorded, I came into your house and you What were, you don't realize is that I've been playing Spin Tires for like two hours before you got here. Right. You were like, hey, I'll be over at some point. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just look at Spin Tires. <laughs> oh shit, where did my day go? Where, where did the day go? What's going on? Who am I? <laughs> what year is it? How many reses are there? <laughs> <laughs> Calling back to last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's forever gonna be my question. If I ever get caught in a time warp, I'm gonna grab a person and say, "How many reses are there? How many reses? <laughs> uh, four. Oh God! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so Spin Tires is a weird fucking game. Yes, uh, I played this with a controller. I think this game would probably work well with a wheel that had a bunch of buttons on it, so sure. I will try that. Yeah. I'll plug my wheel in, see what happens. Right. Um, but Spin Tires is a game that's basically, if you took the thought process behind American Pro Trucker. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, or American Truck Simulator. American Truck Sorry. Simulator, yeah, yeah. Which American I, Truck Simulator. I do want to play some of that on the live stream. Right, sure, yeah. Uh, that yeah. game's cool. That game is, yeah, Pretty funny. It's kind of barely a game, but I barely like it. Game. I really like it. <laughs> hey. Um, it is what it is. But then you also combined what me and all of my high school friends did every weekend, which is go to the woods with your Jeeps and go try to get them stuck. Right, yeah. So basically you've got, you spawn in a map, and you've got X number of vehicles. You've got like, here's a long truck, here's a short truck, and then here's maybe one that's actually just like a truck, not right. even like an 18-wheeler kind of thing. Sure. And then sometimes you'll have... An 18-wheeler that has a second trailer behind it, so it's real bitch to get anywhere. <laughs> right, yeah. Fuck me, man. Uh, so, yeah, basically the idea is that, like, this... There's almost no paved roads in this world. Mm -hmm. And there's mud. There's rivers you have to cross. Riverside. There's yeah. lakes in, that you have to go around or yeah. somehow traverse. Right. In these big semi-trucks. Right. What do they call it in... Uh what do they call it in uh, uh, Oregon Trail? Uh, like, oh, uh, it's cork the cork the yeah. cork the boat or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. cork the cork it go. <laughs> the that that game is cool. I think it's still an early access. My buddy at work ran up to me like in in a in a panic. <laughs> dude, dude, dude! I found a game for you. I'm like. Okay, All right. uh, there's a lot of games that are for me, but go on. He's like, it's called Spin Tires. I'm like. So like burnout? He's like, no, it's like this weird off-road semi truck simulator thing. <laughs> to which you said that does sound like a game for me. Go on, go on, <laughs> go on. So yeah, like it's basically like the entire world. Like you know, as I said, you're having to cross rivers and things like that, but you're also going to have the, these big. Uh, mud gully, so you're having to chart out ahead of yourself and go like, I can't go that way. Right, yeah. That's not going to work. You know not exactly. with the truck that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, it, you came into me being buried up to the middle of my door. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a sinkhole. And I couldn't figure out how to use my winch. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that game is real fucking cool. It's on Steam. Yeah. If you like weird games, right. at least go watch footage of Spin Tires. Right. 
Because it's it's crazy. Right, yeah. It reminds me of a game, I forgot what it was called. It's a Steam game, I think it's free, where you just clean up a snowfield. Like you you you're just basically like at a snow at a at a ski resort and your job is to just clean it up. And you just go into like these different like like machines and like oh, I'm gonna plow the field. <laughs> then you gotta go back. It's like oh, I gotta gotta plow this area over here. I gotta jump in the other car and plow this one. Speaking of cleaning up, I have visceral cleanup detail that we'll talk about at some point. Have you okay. seen that? Oh, visceral. Oh, yeah. I played the I played the uh, the uh, the basic the basis for it. The the Christmas one. Uh, where Santa like murders a bunch of the elves. I have after. all of them. Yeah. Oh, do you? Do you have all those? They yeah. came in a humble bundle. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a, good that's a set cool of games. game. That's a good, good little set of games. Is there actually an accomplishing win in those games? Because there's not in the Santa one. You just do stuff. And, like there's. Uh, well, you have no, to like, clean it up well enough for like <laughs> for you to tick off like this room's clean. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Then you go to the next room and you're like. Oh god damn it, he murdered a bunch more people. <laughs> There's Shit. a lot of people here. Yeah, I picture you being the Alfred behind Batman, except Batman has gone crazy <laughs> and has started murdering just everyone. Snapping necks and breaking people up and <laughs> I'm here to clean up after your dirty work, Mr. White. Mr. White. I just want you to get married, stop killing people. Alfred, I killed you more people that day. Go okay. damn it, Mr. White. Go damn it, Mr. White. We were going to be playing bridge tonight. They started attacking me, so I, I broke their necks there in the basement. I feel like there was a somewhat more rational response to that, <laughs> Mr. White. Uh, uh, enough with our terrible Michael Caine impression. Oh, Michael Caine. You keep us entertained. Jesus. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess the next game I'll talk about uh, yeah. is Deus Ex. Deus Mankind Ex. Divided. Mankind Divided. Uh, full disclosure, I have played this game on the PlayStation 4, uh, which sounds like it's kind of the middle platform as far as like the graphical layout goes, but it sounds like that game's pretty good no matter where you play it. Is this the third installment of that series? This is technically the fourth, fourth. installment, but the second in this series. Gotcha. Uh, these still take place before Deus Ex. Um, but yeah, so uh, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided, uh, is the sequel to 2011's Mm -hmm. uh, in many cases, Game of the Year, Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution. Yeah. Um, this takes place directly after that. If you're somebody who just wants to hop into this one and has not played Human Revolution, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided uh, starts with a 12-minute long uh, recap video that's just the cinematics from that game and the resolutions. Right. So I'll let you know, here's everything what it is, and man, you're instantly reminded that uh, that original Human Revolution game is black and gold and nothing else. Uh, a lot of blacks, a lot of gold. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole color palette in that game is just black and gold and a little bit of brown, but mainly well, black and gold. Well, that David Seraf dude in this game, like he had like black and gold, like tricked oh, yeah. out. He had like a gold collar, and that's that's yeah. totally the Seraf colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I. I started off this game, and man, I really, really like the look of this game. Yeah. Uh, it is on the PlayStation 4. Uh, it sounds like it's kind of in the middle, like the, the Xbox One version. It looks largely the same, but apparently it runs at a slightly lower resolution, but sure. similar frame rates. Uh, sounds like the PC version. You really need kind of a bulky PC to really take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, sounds like it's kind of taxing. Also, for whatever reason, runs a little bit better on AMD uh, graphics chips. Hmm. Uh, but this was used, like, it uses runs the same technology as the newest Hitman games, yeah. uh, which are optimized for AMD tech, so it makes sense. Right. Sure. Um, but, 
uh, to kind of get down to what the game is. Um, for those of you who haven't played a Deus Ex game before, these are first-person stealth action games. Yeah. Kind of stressing the stealth. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can action your way through this. You're but really going to have a rough time. You die pretty quick. You, you're, you don't have, like, an infinite life bar. The nice thing is you can get yourself out of trouble pretty quick in this yes. game uh, through the use of action. So I, my strongest recommendation would be to spec uh, towards stealth mm-hmm. and just have enough, you know, readiness so that if the shit starts to hit the fan, you don't have to reload. You can just kind of shoot your way out of it. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the way that this game looks. It runs... Make a, sure you don't have just two bullets. <laughs> yeah. Make sure of that. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, like, uh, go watch the video of us playing. Uh, for about the first ten minutes of that, you're like, well, this is gonna be a fucking shit show, and he's gonna die a million times. I end up pulling a rabbit out of my fucking ass, I will have you know. <laughs> don't spoil it, man. <laughs> go watch the video. I'm proud of this. You're proud of that one, it's fine. Uh, probably like uh, today's recordings between twi- uh, Titanfall and that, <laughs> I had some of my most valiant moments in video games that we have recorded on footage. That's <laughs> pretty good. Actually. Not since we saw Chemist Entity Tute <laughs> have I been this excited about a video game. Tute. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I uh, Deus Ex is uh, it's. Very similar in structure to Human Revolution, being that it's a first-person game. You've got a text tree uh, that you get these proxy points that you can go ahead and throw in there mm-hmm. uh, for you to uh, purchase new abilities, then purchase updates, uh, upgrades down a chain. So everything has an upgrade chain that you follow uh, that gives you, like, uh, when you're hacking, more delay between when uh, an alarm will go off. If right. an alarm does go off, yeah. you've got more survivability in those kind of situations. You sure. can also... Uh, enhance how much battery you have on your uh, uh, your kind of I think X-ray vision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't your, think your of what they dete- call it. Your detective mode. Yeah, your detective <laughs> mode that <laughs> yeah. sees through walls and shit like that. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it, it gives you the ability to kind of tech up through these. Uh, you start off the game with like eleven points, mm-hmm. uh, but you also find out there's a pretty cool mechanic in here where you find out that. Uh, since the end of Human Revolution, you get blown up at the end of that game, and you end up getting rescued, and you're kind of kept in this facility, and it's been a couple of years since then, and you find out that somebody went in and hacked a bunch more augs into your skull, right. but they weren't turned on. Right. Um, they were just in there like they were going to finish them later, and they never did. Right. And uh, so one of the first things that happens to you is that you get fucked up in Dubai, and uh, this guy ends up cracking you open to fix your mods because, well, your augs because they're all broken. Yeah. And uh, gets in there and says, like, hey, man, I tried to turn all this shit on, and then you almost exploded. <laughs> and Sorry. none of it's Seraph's work. It's obviously been done by somebody else, and it looks black market, and it looks weird. Right. Um, and you find out that, like, you can actually turn on these unregistered augs, right. uh, but it boosts your body's heat. Yeah. Um, to the point where you can actually start malfunctioning. So yeah. you can actually operate at higher than optimal heat right. if you want to and turn on some of these other features. Or you can turn off some base ones, like the stuff that you had in Human Revolution. You right. can say, well, I don't want that vision type or I don't want vision cones or whatever yeah. and work that way. Yeah, they're sort of segmented in these like kind of like glitchy looking uh, yeah. things in your interface where just like that's not really supposed to be there. But it is. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think like a digital disruption, like a pixelating on a bad YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's it going just, on in the background behind yeah, that. It's so. cool. It, it sets up this idea that like you know, there's like 
you know, there's bad shit inside you, but it's like oh, it's useful. But yeah, you know, you're like, the only person that's ever had it. Yeah, you're the only guy that has it, and that's that's your deal. So you know, but so, yeah, unlike the original cool. game uh, where most of that took place in Detroit, yeah. this one takes place in Prague. Right. Uh, it's a big open city that looks almost exactly like City 17 from Half-Life 2. Which is based on Prague. Which is based on Prague, so they did a good job there in, with Half-Life 2. Good job. Uh, the, uh, the game is largely told through uh, a series of uh, open-world style missions where mm-hmm. you'll get a series of main missions that you can actually mainline like you always do. It's got an XP bar. That's how you unlock your upgrades. Yeah. Uh, so it would behoove you to follow these series of side quests wherever they go. Sure. Uh, and in a lot of cases, you'll actually get introduced to uh, new contacts and things like that that can help they filter back into the main story. So instead of this being the guy you have to go kill, you can go let your informant know that, hey, man, yeah. you're going to have to skip town. Right, yeah. Shit's about to go bad for you. <laughs> so not- you can get points from him. He'll also probably give you a bunch of shit, and then you can go back and tell your boss, well, I don't know, it looks like he's gone, and you still get the XP from that, too. <laughs> yeah. Which is real nice. Well, thanks for checking it out. Ching! <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I got a new AUG. Sweet. <laughs> uh, didn't have to stab nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even even have to use my AK. I have to say it was a good day. It was... <laughs> well done. Well done. We always got to segment into a song at some point in this show. It's kind so. of a thing. It uh, is. Today's rap. It's rap um, But yeah, I, uh, I, I think that this game really ratchets up the uh, believability of the environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, the, the power of these new systems really bring the world to life in because I just recently played through a good chunk of human revolution yeah um and man these cities just feel complete it makes human revolution feel like it was a fucking <laughs> Commodore 64 game it's a toaster game it's yeah nothing. like just you know oh. uh, the the power on show here it's not like the greatest looking game that you've ever seen but everything comes together in a presentation that, like this feels good right it all feels right like nothing feels broken or Busted or anything like that. You still Um, end up with the same issue that I have with a lot of RPG games that happen to be shooters where... When you're playing that on a controller, there's just so many controls where it's like you gotta hold down this button, tap yeah. this, and like, like I couldn't remember how to holster a gun. Yeah. Bring up your weapon wheel, rotate to the third one. It's just oh, good lord, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just you've got to hold all these buttons. You end up like octopusing the controller in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, you just, uh, your foot's on it somehow. Like, yeah, how did this happen? I laid my dick across the middle of it. That's on the touchpad. What is happening? Uh, but other than that, like I think the game does control really well. It feels sharp. Like a nice frame rate on that makes the uh, the the look feel good. It feels a lot sharper of an aiming game than Human Revolution did. Yeah. Just because that game struggled to even maintain thirty on the old systems. For sure. Uh, and a lot of that's gone now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you watched me play a good uh, chunk of it. What did you think? Of it was it? cool. Uh, I loved uh, again your your home base was really rad. You built that up really well. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like something out of Skyfall or Twenty Four. Uh, real bunkery, but like just screens everywhere, and a bunch of dudes working on their screens. Uh, you know, you talk to talk to science guy. I like that we just like in the middle of the game, we're just like, oh, we're gonna go to this guy. We got a mission now. This guy thinks like something's going down. We're gonna check out where that's at. We went to that place, but before we did, he broke into some other dude's house and just started messing with his stuff. And <laughs> threw his fridge, <laughs> threw his fridge around. He was like, yeah, we can just do that. Like, whatever. Back on mission. <laughs> so he went back to mission, and uh, we found out. It was cool because like it just started to play out on its own. Like you went under this thing, you hacked open, you found emails, you found a messenger, you talked to the guy, and you're like, 
all right, we'll meet you there. You know, it's like you, you're pretending to be the other dude. Uh, it's like, well, I guess I'll meet you there. So you go into the sewer, meet the guy there, and you go through this whole conversation. And I was dead set on just murdering this guy. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to get get his throat slit. But it turns out you actually end up, like, talking him down. There's this really cool mechanic where you do these conversations, you can pick up on, like, their yeah, tone. Alpha, beta, and omega uh, sensory triggers in their brain, and you're actually moder- uh, monitoring this guy's mental state while at the same time seeing the kinds of things that will affect him. So if they've got alpha triggers over and over again, yeah. after he's concluded what he's had to say, I, if I reply to him with an alpha stance, yeah. he'll agree with me and I'll start to pull him to, to my way of thinking. So by the end of this, I got everything I wanted out of this individual, right. while at the same time, he still gets to run his story. Right. Yeah, but he's not going to step on my company's feet, so they're not going to expose where our base is, so everybody wins. Yeah, so there you go, and it, it was just really cool. And then out of that, you've got this new resource who's a reporter. He could be an informant. He could do all sorts of stuff for you later down the line. Really freaking cool. Like it's just, I was dead set on just like just just murder him, <laughs> just snap his neck with your robot arms. Just do it. Pop his head like a grape. Oh, I wanted uh, to. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's like it just, it just, you wanted to see that little red cap fly yeah. off. Yeah. So good, uh, right in front of his friends. But we sustained our, we, 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 we held ourselves out. We displayed the, mo- we displayed the, the mechanic really well for everybody to see. It was really awesome. We played that game like adults. We did. We played that game like adults because we murdered the, we murdered the police, and then. <laughs> and then we talked and we let the weasel reporter go. And then, then we let the weasel reporter go. We were actually pretty terrible people. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, I feel okay about we're it. We're okay. That's fine. No, but we got to get some combat in there. We got To, to be get... fair, I only murdered two cops. It's true. Uh, well, we played some combat. Uh, we played uh, some uh, stealth. Open world looking open, around. Open world looking around. We played some stealth. We uh, we went through a, a retreat. We had some retreat in there. Ran away. Ran away from some stuff. Ran away. Big robots. Didn't want to fight them. Uh, and we had uh, some negotiation. Like, there is some high tension moments, especially in that first so, video. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Just like real, like, whoa. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You mentioned the, the helicopter scene. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> My reenactment of the helicopter scene I felt was pretty good too. It's pretty okay too. But yeah, uh, go watch our Deus Ex videos. I yes. think that game is fucking ripping, and hopefully uh, by the next time we podcast, I will have finished that game because yeah. I plan on uh, running through the rest of that because I've played all of Hitman so far. There you go. So, so yeah, I need another Hitman game. Need, need another Hitman game. Yeah. Oh, we did some free roaming too because you went into another dude's house and we sh- did. shoved his refrigerator around. So yeah, covered all bases. Good game. Game loved it. I like that game. Yeah, super cool, super cool. And I never played. I never played the the original or anything. So or the the one that came out recently with the same with the guy. With the, Humor Revolution. Yeah, this with Jensen with Jensen the sunglasses dude. With I never, I never asked for this. I never. He never asked for this. Let's be honest. I'll tell you this. Yeah. When I fucking post that review, yeah, I'm not going to make one ask for this reference because every review of that video game has been about, oh, this game is great. We asked for this. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided's here, and trust me, you asked for this. Shut up. <laughs> You're the worst. Fired. You're the worst. Fired. You're fired. Done. You're Get out worst. of here. Oh, man. Our, our, our video game review headline writer is not the worst. 
Do they have headline writers, or are they just people who write the blog, the guys that write it? No. Oh, dang it. Because <laughs> like, in newspapers, you had the headline writer. <laughs> like, like, That's only for page one, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Page one, you do that. Because uh, I'm like, by the time you get to page B7, it's just like, <laughs> no, fat but- man eats seven turkeys. <laughs> They sort of phone those in. Yeah. Like, oh, that's page seven. I'll just say, ah, seven turkeys. <laughs> Noted lard ass. Noted lard ass. <laughs> but if it's page one, it's, uh, you know, gobble, gobble. It's got some good, got some good flavor on that front page. <laughs> About that overweight man eating a bunch of turkey. John Wilson waddled his, his gobbler neck into... <laughs> The Wilson Lodge this Thursday had seven turkeys. They were all five stone in weight. <laughs> five stone? That's big turkeys. Holy shit. Five stone? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he also grabbed a star from the sky and grabbed a jet ladder out of the world. Man. I, love, I love this guy. I'm going to hire him for the podcast. This guy's amazing. Anyway. They say he's got four hearts in his body. This is great. <laughs> Just like, to pump all the blood to his penis. <laughs> Oh man, this news dude is awesome. <laughs> dude, my version of 1930s news, man. Man, I wish I was born in the fucking dude, 15. We, we should do game reviews of just like in the style of old news, old news guy. I'd put a sepia tone over it. It'd be great. And like every description is just, you know, DSX, stop. <laughs> Dude, this is a good idea. I'm going to think on that. Anyway, uh, moving on to our final game that you played. This Well, you played a lot more, but final game we're going to talk about today, which is Titanfall 2. Yeah, the Titanfall 2 technical test, as of the time that we're uh, recording this podcast, kind of pull the curtain back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, was last weekend and this weekend. Yes. Uh, the, uh, they made quite a few changes in the balance uh, from last weekend to this. Uh, it sounds like they're definitely listening to a lot of the notes uh, mm-hmm. last weekend. Um, they've, uh, they've ratcheted down the requirements for you to get your Titan to come out. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely yeah. a much quicker process for you to get a Titan. Sure. Uh, especially if you're good. And that, um, the, you know, that, that, that was cool too, because like, it was a really cool, it was a cool game to start off, but at one point in that video that we recorded, uh, your whole team had their Titans. Yeah. And you're just marching around, like, getting each other's back. Titan, Titan, like in a row of like four Titans. It was yeah. pretty rad to look at. Like, yeah, especially that that first round that we played, we were kind of unfatable against oh. those guys. Second round yeah. was a lot more competitive. We ended up losing. Uh, I feel like it was closer than what it looked. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, we we definitely lost that second round. But so uh, yeah, we got a couple of videos of that going up. Yeah, um, I think that Titanfall two is the realization of what Titanfall one wanted to be in so many ways. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it's faster. It yeah. has more immediacy to it. There's mm-hmm. something about yeah. the way that like the jump kick feels now uh, for the melee. Uh, the the speed with which the transitions happen yeah. between like so there's you know many different services. So wall running on this, uh, landing on a roof, holding down B, sliding down a roof, jumping off of that, you know, wall running on another object. It's just it's quick. The immediacy and the speed with which uh, that game is running is uh, is is definitely uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, um, I think that uh, Titanfall Two is a game that's poised when it comes out. I think it's the uh, the twenty eighth of October. Yeah, uh, 
it puts EA in a really interesting position because whether you're a old war guy yeah. for World War One or World War Two era kind of stuff yeah. or the future, yeah. I think that they have two offerings that could potentially be a lot more attractive than Infinite Warfare is by itself. Right. Yeah. No, um, I agree. Yeah. It's uh, you know, EA is definitely coming out with both barrels blazing this year. They've been trying and trying to grind Call of Duty into the dirt, and it just hasn't worked yet. No, uh, yeah. but this might be a good opportunity this for might, it, right? Yeah, um, the, the, you got two spectrums to go on. Uh, also, uh, the, uh, another another realization: single player campaign for this one uh, coming out. So that was a big red mark for a lot of people in the first one. So, uh, but yeah, so there you go, uh, single and. You know, and of course, for a single player that seems like it's got a really interesting kind of story. I mean, it's doing the same thing. The that same like thing. Every game is of definition of humanity. What is and, humanity? Uh, but are yeah. we robots, all men? It's a story that I really like. It's a though. good story. You know, there's nothing wrong it's with it. It's compelling. It is a compelling story. It can be told in many different ways, and uh, you know, it's just cool because like I like that story for this because like again, when watching video footage of it. The Titan's like your pal. Like, you call in your... T- you feel good when your Titan comes in yeah. and you get to him. You're like, all right, buddy, let's do it. He picks you up, puts you inside, and we're just like, let's go! Like, you feel like a part- Like there's a partner uh, aspect to it. And then when you ride somebody else's Titan, it looks freaking awesome. You're riding on top of a big mech and shooting at people. Well, and Super cool. The other thing that I think is, uh, is going to come as a welcome... Uh, surprise to most people is that there are many different uh, styles of pilot now, and also there are many different titans now. In the original game, there was yeah. only three. There's only three different titans. There was yeah. small, medium, and big. Yeah. And now there are tons. Like I actually saw a titan the other day that was like kind of smallish in size mm-hmm. that did sweep kicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also another titan that has a big ass sword. Yeah. Like there's some cool fucking designs for these things, and they all yeah. have different abilities. Yeah. There was a really sl- there was a really slim one that you were fighting in the in the second video uh with just just real cool slick design but he's like got two freaking guns out and blazing around and jumping around and stuff really awesome yeah very low shields on that thing but they have high escapability yeah yeah super cool yeah that that game looks like it's poised to be really really impressive yeah uh i'm a little bit afraid for it because at i don't know what game these people were playing or thought that they were going to be playing but there was a ton of dirt being talked about that game last weekend oh and i have no idea why really yeah dirt yeah a lot of people hated this technical test that is weird and i have no idea why yeah that looked that because that game looked awesome that game looks awesome that game looks freaking awesome like it 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 like can like i'm considering getting it (laughs) like it like for so yeah. it's it's a bitchin' game. I uh, I I liked the first one once all the uh, the extra stuff was in it. I notoriously called that game on several occasions half a game. Yeah, uh, and they ended up really coming through with that thing. They ended up making the season pass free. Mm-hmm. All the season pass content, you know, came together to make that a much bigger experience. And then if you add in, you know, a six to eight hour campaign in that thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it looks like there's spots for eight modes in that thing. That's a big game. Yeah, it's a pretty big game. For them to follow up with that two and a half years later, I think that's, you know... Do you think Classic Attrition will be added back in by the time that thing launches? Or do you think they just leave that with Bounty? I, I think it's coming. Yeah, you think they probably just put it back in? Yeah. There's enough spots on that place for them to put modes where I'm like... <laughs> well, back uh, when Battlefield Bad Company came out. Right. The first one. Sure. It only came with Rush. It didn't come with Conquest. Right. Okay. Because that's the mode that they wanted you to play. In the beta, 
when the game first launched, it was Rush only. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks after the launch, they said, hey, Conquest is out now. And they did that so that you were aware. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, just so you that knew. That Rush is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah So you exactly. weren't just doing, you know, yeah. what uh, you always would be doing anyway. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely a game that uh, it seems like they're prioritizing that bounty mode. It seems like that's the one that they, they really want to be pushing. I didn't play much pilot versus pilot, but I didn't really like it very much in the previous game either. Right. Um, but, you know, uh, there's definitely a lot of people that are out there playing that mode. What's so. the specifics of pilot versus pilot? You just... No, like, no Titans. Just no Titans. Oh, okay. No Titans. Okay, yeah. Uh, I feel like it would probably be... It feels smoother. Like, the grappling and everything seems like it would be... the. You know, the wall running, the wall jumping, you didn't have a grapple when you played, so I don't know about the grapple. But the grapple hook looks pretty, you know, mm-hmm. like, smooth. Uh, uh, so I'd rather have a radar, though. Yeah, I'd rather have a radar and, you know, drop it in a Titan. It's the name of the game. If so. you're really good at wall running <laughs> and sliding anyway, the grappling hook doesn't really mean that much for you. Okay, yeah. And I'm not a... I don't fight Titans on their back. I fight Titans on the ground. Right. I get a, I get that grenade launcher, and I just start putting it inside you. Right, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's just the way that I've always fought Titans. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. But yeah, I I love that game. I can't wait for it to come out. I I have it pre-ordered. Th- there's something interesting about it because I thought the t- did they improve the ti- look of the Titans at all in this? Oh movie? yeah. Yeah. This, okay. This whole game looks okay. Better. Cool. Because like the original, I remember the Titans looking boring. Like they just look kind of like they're big brown. They're just big brown things. things. And in this, like you had bulkier ones. You had the small, tiny one that was yeah. like more like an exosuit. Yours, you know, like you had the ones with the giant gun that just, you know, looked like a dude. Well, in, in the yeah. first one, there were only three, and everybody really only used the middle one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so like every Titan looked the same, right? Yeah. Um, like I ended up getting really good with the, I think it was called the Atlas, which was the biggest one in Titanfall One. That's what I use, right? Uh, but I'm always like the only one I see using it <laughs> um, yeah. because they're bigger, they're slower, they take, uh, you know, they can take more punishment, take more damage, but yeah. they're not very escapable. Right. They can't double dash away from things they can only single dash away from things right yeah uh and their recharge time for the dash is longer and all that stuff so gotcha. you know if you, somebody gets the drop on you with a couple of titans you're fucked you're fucked yeah yeah uh, it's like, ah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> the bomb. it was good while it lasted yeah but uh, there was some cool stuff about that game man again i like just that line of you and your boys in your titans going through these little you know like like alleyways i was just like oh this is fucking rad like it just it just it it it's like it worked like any other freaking thing, but you're in giant mechs. It's way when, cooler. When you're on a roll in that game, you feel like a god, right? Yeah, it it felt like it felt like a game that's like really like, and but it didn't seem frustrating when you weren't. No. It seemed more like ah, gotta gotta get better. You gotta do better. Gotta do better. Gotta get better. It, it wasn't like God, fuck, oh, you know. It was a few times, but this is just, you know, like they were doing real well. Most multiplayer but, games, I can typically. Uh, you know, I could play four or five games in a row and then, like, you sure. know, kind of walk away for a minute. Sure. Uh, yeah. And this one, like, last weekend, I had uh, a couple different sessions where I played, like, eight, nine, ten games in a right. row and didn't even think about, like, bopping out to something else or looking at my phone. Sure. Yeah, well, that's it. It, it just had a good feel of, like, you know, when, when, when you're in a losing position, you're just in the, you're in the mindset of, like, gotta do better. You're not in the mindset of, like, well, that's fucked up. Well, I, 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 I grappled that. Fuck. You know, it didn't seem that way. It seemed like uh, it was pretty much your fault that you were dying, you know, or their, or their fault. They were just better. They were, just, they were being better. Got to get better. So, yeah. you know, and that, that's how it felt to me. And then when you're on top, you just feel fucking, yeah, like we're, we're canning these motherfuckers, yeah. like, which is any game, really, even bad ones that you're on top of, like, feel good. But, 
You know, when, when you're down, that's when you know you have a good game. If you're still having fun when you're down, I think that's the mark of a, of a good multiplayer uh, arena fighter type deal. Something so. tells me that I'll have the experience with Titanfall 2 that people had with Overwatch this summer. Yeah. That kind of like, oh, this is the summation of everything I like out of shooters experience that those people had. Sure, yeah. That's that, the that'll be yours, kind of experience yeah. that yeah. I'll have. It looks really cool. Like I, I, I like I, I feel bad because like I don't give a fuck about Battlefield this year, right? But like so many of my friends are getting it. I'm like, oh, I'll be the one playing Titanfall, and everybody else will be playing this. <laughs> I feel bad, but I just don't really give a shit about that game. I feel real bad, you guys. I feel real bad. I'm gonna play Titanfall now. I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> I just got a Titan later. I just got a Titan. I feel bad. I'm sorry. I'm gonna ride away and I'm. I just picture you like getting inside of a bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go hang out with your blimps, losers. <laughs> Enjoy your rapid fire eight per second shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to hijack that Gatlin gun. Whoop de doo. And I don't know the uh, the no. Battlefield beta is coming up pretty soon, so maybe I'll sit down with that thing and have like a some kind of joyous moment. But sure. I've watched a whole lot of footage of the alpha of that sure. thing, and I'm, I just I walked away going, eh. "I'm sure it's a fine game. I'm sure it's absolutely fine." I just yeah. old guns are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's cool? Yeah, robots, robots, fucking giant robots. Fucking it was cool. Yeah. Space Marines. Yeah, it's fucking cool. It has been since fucking Warhammer. It'll always <laughs> and be cool. And it will always be fucking cool. So It's a spice marine. It's a spice marine, Jays. I think it's a spice marine. <laughs> you become a spice marine, Boston White. <laughs> I think it sounds pretty cool, Alfred. I'll be a space marine. I'm going to call the Master Chief. I'm going to serve it as a chainsaw blade on it. It should be awesome. <laughs> All right. But that's it, guys, for this episode, I think. I think we covered... All these games. Uh, but yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out now and good stuff coming out soon. Yes. Madden this, happened. So this year what? is going to yeah. be good. Madden, Madden's happening. Between now and the next podcast, I might actually play Madden. It came out same day it came as out Day Sex. Day Sex. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, Madden's out. That means video games are out. Go yep. play them. <laughs> Madden saw a shadow. Madden saw a shadow. So we're good for games. Yep. <laughs> we're good. Two for more games. months of video games. Two more months of video games. We're good. That's uh, a pun. I'll just ride into the ground. Ride it in every episode. It's a good one. <laughs> I just want to make a comic of Madden peeking his head out of the. Oh. And he just sees, <laughs> sees a shadow over there. Oh. Of a turducken. <laughs> of a turducken. Oh, man, good old Madden. Anyway, he doesn't fly. Doesn't fly anywhere. Nope, Madden Cruiser. Madden Cruiser, that's it, yeah. He got delayed on a plane, plane crashed, never flew again. (laughs) Oh, he's testing fate. Uh, Anyway, but that's it for this episode, I believe. Uh, Video Destruct podcast. You can check us out on social medias, on Facebook, at Video Destruct, uh, and on Twitter, at Video Destruct. And you can also... Follow me on Twitter! At Haas underscore buddy. I talk to wrestlers. And you can check us out on the live stream on our Twitch channel uh, on October 29th. Extra-life.org. And then just search for the Team Video Destruct. You can There's a link to our live stream there. You can also donate to Gus's stream, uh, Brandon's uh, team, my team. Yeah. We're all part of the Video Destruct crew. It all goes in the same bucket. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping to raise... 
twenty five hundred bucks. Twenty five hundred bucks, I believe, is uh, which I think last year we raised like twenty two sixty four. Twenty two sixty four. It was so, yeah. uh, quite a bit of money. So we're yeah. trying to do a little bit better than last year. Getting getting a little bit each year now. So yeah, we raised almost five thousand dollars across two years already. So yep. and this all goes to Coastal Children's Hospital here in Louisville. Yep. Uh, part of the Children's Miracle Network. They do a lot of good stuff for kids. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, we'll be streaming from Twitch uh, the whole day that uh, that day all for 24 hours. Should be a good time. We'll have some guests coming in. Should be a fun time. So, can't wait for it. Awesome time. So, there we go. That's not, it. Not looking forward to no, well, going that long without sleeping. That's but. true. But I think this time will be pretty good. we got guests coming in. It'll probably keep you stimulated pretty well. Last year was much better than the first year. So like, like, Gus was sleepy Gus last year. Gus was sleepy last year. He Gus slept at my house the rest of that day. He, he did. He, 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 was, he was dead tired that year. But you were better. You, you felt way better because you didn't come from a wedding in D.C. In DC. Yep. <laughs> like, but he came over from a layaway, didn't he? Like, or, or a layover. He was yeah. right He was of fresh a, off a tour. He was fresh off a tour. So, yeah, he was, uh, he was blasted. But that's it for this episode, guys. Check us out next week. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.